Hey everybody, welcome to the For the Win podcast. This is Hemel Javeri, and if you are a regular listener, you'll notice that Ted Berg is not with us today. Ted's actually going to be taking some time off while he gets ready to have a new baby, which we're really excited about. Unfortunately, though, that means that he's going to be stepping away from podcast hosting duties for a little while. But don't worry, he'll be joining us as a guest quite often. Today, our special guest is Nina Mandel, Managing Editor at For The Win. Hi, Nina. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so this is a new format for us a little bit since Ted is not here to to be Ted, basically. <laughs> we overthrew Ted. That's true. Unfortunately, we love Ted, though, and he will be back. Um, but it is Friday, and last night was the first official game of the 2017-2018 NFL season. We're all very excited, um, and there's a lot to talk about. Uh, so the first thing that I want to get your thoughts on, Nina, is what's been happening with Michael Bennett. Yeah. Um, so Michael Bennett uh, plays for the Seahawks, and he was attending the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight last month, um, according to a post on his Twitter account. When he was walking back from the fight to his hotel, uh, he heard gunshots, and then he had um, a, a pretty scary, or what he describes as a pretty scary interaction with police, where he was detained for 10 minutes, um, and according to his account, police threatened him. And, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, it was a really scary story that he posted on Twitter. Yeah, there was a lot of public outrage, public sympathy for something like that, because uh, we've been hearing so much about police assaults and for a very prominent NFL player to have that happen. Um, and as w- as usually happens with stuff like this, uh, there's video of the attack, right? And well, I don't want to say attack. There's video of the incident. Uh, and you can clearly see Bennett being like pushed onto the ground and a police officer who looks like he's drawing a gun on him. So it's overall a really tense situation. Um, do you think that that incident kind of combined with the, the national anthem protests has diminished any of the enthusiasm for the upcoming season? Yeah, um, I just want to take it a step back really quickly. Mm-hmm. So the Las Vegas Police Department doesn't uh, doesn't deny that this incident happened, but they're going back and forth, and then what there's going to be an investigation about is what happened lead up to this incident. Um, so going past that, uh, you know, no, no, I think- no, we can. I mean, we can talk about that more. <laughs> is there? I mean, do you think that? Do you think that this incident is going to draw out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that the Las Vegas Police Department and the police union have both issued statements you know, denying Bennett's account, saying that they're looking into it. Uh, One huge part in this, I think, is that the police officer didn't activate his body cam. So while there's 126 videos Mm -hmm. uh, that the police department is reviewing, they don't have the one from the police officer's body cam, which I think might be a bigger deal uh, in the coming days. Um, And they have asked the NFL to kind of investigate the incident, right? Right, which the NFL pretty promptly denied. Yeah, yeah. I think the statement was like, "There's he hasn't gone against like the ethics policy or something. So they're not looking into Um, it. And Roger Goodell actually issued a statement saying that Bennett was, you know, one of the upstanding members of the NFL, just a statement of support. Uh, And he gave a pretty emotional press conference afterward, too. And I only caught the end of it, but he, you know, talks about trying to keep trying to talk to his daughters about what's been happening and then he just wanders off like he just cuts off in the middle of the sentence and walks away it was it was pretty devastating yeah he he did that also his dad gave a pretty emotional interview to sports illustrated where he talked about 
getting that phone call at 4.30 in the morning um, from his son telling him what happened. His brother, who also plays in the NFL, had an emotional Instagram post about the incident as well. Uh, And you've said that he's actually been kneeling before this happened to him. Like he was kneeling at the end of last season? Yeah, I believe that's right. Um, But I think that this is sort of a bigger issue because this is exactly sort of what players have been talking about since Colin Kaepernick first knelt for the national anthem last year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's going to continue to be a factor this year as players, you know, continue to talk about this. I think this is an incident that will highlight, again, why players are protesting during the national anthem, because one of the original things was to talk about uh, treatment of minorities by police in this country. I know it's we we don't like to speculate. Um, Do you what do you think about kind of public sentiment like with Michael Bennett? Do you because there was initial outrage and initial sympathy and things like that, but things can change very quickly. Do you have a reaction about that? Yeah, I mean, I think like anything, our country is pretty divided on this. And I think that this is just another time where. A lot of people um, are sympathetic to what the police are saying, which is totally understandable. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people are, you know, sympathetic with what Michael Bennett is saying. And I I think that there's also a lot of people who are just waiting to see kind of what happens and what comes out during the investigation. Yeah, it is a really powerful statement. um, And if you haven't read it, you should. It's basically all over the Internet and probably something that's going to keep I don't want to say keep dragging on, but it's definitely going to be an issue. So. Going back to the other question that I asked you, do you think that it impacts kind of any of the enthusiasm around the start of the season? You know, I don't. um, And I don't mean to be cold about that. (laughs) I think that people are always excited about football. I think if you look last night, we had a fascinating game in New England uh, where the Patriots took on the Chiefs and completely had a pretty bad game, um, (laughs) much to the disappointment of the Patriots fans who were very excited to welcome their defending Super Bowl champions. So this means that the Patriots are going to lose the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, this is it. I mean, I think we were talking on USA Today about the Patriots going having an undefeated season, and now I think that they probably won't win a game. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. It's it's all (laughs) downhill for for Tom Brady and everybody. Uh, Tom Brady did look uh, pretty stunned. His face has already become a meme. Um, they're, but they're very much going to be able to walk it back. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, this is a team that was down by double digits in the Super Bowl last right. year. And Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady last night gave this, you know, speech during the press conferences where he talked about how his team needed to try harder. And to me, it sounded like a very similar speech to the one that he gave the offense, you know, in the second quarter, second half or whenever that was of um, the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I, I wouldn't count the Patriots yeah, out. It's very early. <laughs> I think they're going to be it's gonna okay. It's going to be okay. Um, so going back to the enthusiasm level for what's happening um, in the NFL season, the other thing is that we're dealing with kind of a lot happening outside of the world, right? We've got the hurricane in Houston. Hurricane Irma is quickly bearing down in Florida um, and should hit in a couple of days. So it seems like world events are very much kind of getting in the way of sports right now. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was J.J. Watt's Hurricane uh, Harvey campaign, which I think ha- now has surpassed $27 million. And I think by the time we're off this podcast, it'll probably be $30 million. Yeah, yeah. people keep finding old tweets and yelling at us about them. But, but they're, <laughs> yeah, please stop yelling at us. <laughs> yeah, stop yelling at us. But he's raised so much money in such a short amount of time. What do you think it is specifically about... J.J. Watt. You know, I think this is one of the things that we love about sports, right, is that sports bring people together. And J.J. Watt is one of those very likable sports people that brings us all together, that used his platform really well. And I think, 
you know, not only struck a chord in Texans fans, but also in everybody else who's watching the horrible things that are going on in Texas right now and, you know, are scared for everyone in Florida. Um, And I think he just, you know, hit a nerve in a positive way. Yeah, I mean, $27 million is an insane amount of money. money. It is a lot of money. I'm curious to know where you think like that money is going to go, right? Because it becomes almost a full-time job to figure out where that money goes. It's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the you know, good things about sports teams and about people like J.J. Watt is that I don't think J.J. is going to sit there and go through, you know, maybe he will, you know, maybe he'll go through every single organization and decide where it goes. But I think that there's someone very smart around him or a group of people very smart around him that will help him decide where it goes. Yeah. Uh, Is he still collecting money for that campaign? I think so. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, it's definitely. Yes, keep giving to J.J. Watt or give to some other good charity. Support for the For the Win podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com FTW. That's rocketmortgage.com FTW. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. What about other athletes that you can think of? Like, it's it seems very, I mean, I know I'm an NHL person, so I know that the NHL donated $200,000. Like, there's a lot of pitching in happening. Um, and you had mentioned earlier when we were talking about uh, basketball as well, right? Yeah, um, James Harden donated a million dollars. And also the Houston University of Houston basketball coach, Kelvin Sampson, started a clothing drive, and it really took one tweet of him saying, hey, to the other athletic departments in the country, can you send, you know, your leftover gear? Mm -hmm. Um, Because anyone who's been around college athletics knows that there's always some leftover gear floating around. So hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of athletic departments, including high schools and rec leagues and things across the country, um, just sent truckloads of boxes, and they're still coming into the University of Houston, and it's really cool to watch. I, I'm curious to see if uh, the NFL responds in any other way. Yeah, I mean, I think that the NFL, for the things that are controversial about it, is mm-hmm. good at you know grabbing onto causes that are unequivocally good. And I think this is one of the unequivocally good causes that I'm sure, like every other professional sports league, they'll continue to help and support victims of the hurricanes. Well, I want to bring it back to Michael Bennett for a little bit. Uh, you said that, what was the statement from... Roger Goodell, or was it from the NFL? Like he's, uh... Uh, it was on. I think it was on behalf of the commissioner. Okay, so it was yeah. on behalf of the commissioner. Um, do you think that there'll be any more like outspokenness that they'll have to do? So I think this is a delicate issue because I think this all ends up going back to Colin Kaepernick, who a lot of people have questioned if he's being blackballed. Which, if he was, you know, being blackballed, that would and someone could prove that, that would be very, very bad for the league. Um, So, you know, the commissioner was on FS1 earlier this week, 
and he was asked if he thought Colin Kaepernick had enough talent to be in the NFL. And his answer was, um, I'm not a football expert, right. which is which we all sort of laughed about. We laughed about it at for the win, but it was a bit, I think it was more carefully planned out than we're all kind of giving him credit oh, for. Oh, I'm sure that it was planned out. Yeah. yeah, he he very, very much deflected that question to say, it's not my position. I'm not a coach. I, I don't make those decisions. Right. I actually don't, I'm not sure I would have expected him to say anything different. He has never been a guy that has gone out on a limb. He And he's not going to start now. He's not going to come down and say, yeah, one of these teams needs to needs to hire Kaepernick. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not sure he can say that because I think we have to remember that his bosses are the owners of the NFL team, not fans. Yeah. Do you think um, do you think that Kaepernick gets a shot or is it over? I don't know. I mean, I sort of want to believe that somebody is going to be and I'm not saying desperate in that he's not talented enough. I think he is talented enough, but someone is going to finally just give in and say, you know, they're going to be on their fourth quarterback. Looking at the Cleveland Browns here, probably. And they're just going to say, you know what? Let's just give him a shot because I'd rather have him on the team than lose 16 games this season. What uh, is there a timeline for this? No. No. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I think it would be sometime in the middle of the season. And do you think Kaepernick, I, I, I kind of wonder about Kaepernick because I want to know if he would even take a position at this point. He seems very much dedicated to causes right like he seems very much devoted to his foundation and donating um what the 10 million dollars that he said he was going to donate to to social justice groups in underprivileged neighborhoods um and i wonder if he would ever go back to like i wonder if he's in the mindset to go back to football to like fully commit to it yeah, so I'm just saying that I think there's a lot of anonymous sources who say that they've talked to Kaepernick. So I just want to make it really clear. I don't know him. I've never spoken to him. Um, but Oh, it, wait, you don't have him on speed yeah, dial? Yeah, I mean, we, we chat all the time. Um, but it it is my understanding just from reading headlines that he is still interested in a job. And I think that if he wasn't interested in a job, somebody would probably come out and say that. And right. he would retire. He would do whatever. Um, right. I think he still probably wants to play football. Yeah. All right. Well, I... I will. I feel comfortable saying that I hope somebody gives him a shot. So <laughs> I'm okay with that being that opinionated. Uh, kind of my final question for you before we wrap it up: uh, anything that you're very excited about for for the NFL season? I'm excited about touchdown dances because the NFL, which is known for being the no fun league, loosened the rules on celebrations. And I am super excited to see what players will do now that they won't get fined for every little celebration thing that they'll do. Uh, I'm curious to see if they'll get fined for their shoes. That This seems like every game somebody wears like commemorative shoes or and then the, the NFL finds them for it. Well, that's part of their uniform code, so I think they probably will. Well, I know, but like they'll... they'll... It, we're not going that fun yet. <laughs> okay, so we're not... Yeah, we're, we're still... Baby steps towards fun. Okay, so we're still semi-no-fun <laughs> yeah. league. Uh, I really am excited for the Patriots to lose more games. Uh, I, I kind of... Wow, I, send your hate mail to at Javari. <laughs> <laughs> I very much like it when... I mean, they've been so good for so long, <laughs> and Ted and I talk about this all the time, is that Tom Brady is just very unlikable. Nobody likes a guy who wins all the time. That is just not something that is fun to cheer for. Like, oh, that guy who has been winning for so long is going to keep winning. No, nobody wants that. Uh, I love Schadenfreude, so I'm very happy that the Patriots lost last night. And uh, Tom Brady, I look forward to more tears. Cool. You know who I'm excited about, though? Who? Is the Browns. Like, I want to see the Browns do really well this year. That would be really fun. 
any why why are, you, why are you going with the Browns? Because so the Browns are you know the saddest team in football, right? And they finally have this sort of Moneyball strategy, and if this Moneyball strategy works, like that'll be really fun to watch. That's a whole new football game right there. Okay, so you're rooting for the Cleveland Browns, but you're I'm not rooting for anybody. Okay, that's right. Yeah, sorry, I don't about like your anything. impartiality <laughs> as a sports editor. We're very opinionated on this podcast, Dita. I know. <laughs> Trust me, all impartiality goes out the window. And to Ted, RIP, uh, we've have a long established like anti Tom Brady policy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Send all your hate mail to us. That, yeah, that'll be mostly fine. to Ted. Actually, send all of your hate mail to OG Ted. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, all right, uh, Nina. Thanks so much for hopping on the old podcast. Thanks for having me. This was fun. And thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, remember to rate and review you review us. It really helps us out. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Hemjaveri, and Nina is at... At Nina Mandel. At Nina Mandel. But not for hate tweets, so I'll go to Hemel. <laughs> That's true. Send all your hate tweets to me. Uh, she's at Nina Mandel. I am at Hemjaveri. Both of us are at For the Win at USA Today, where we write about sports and a bunch of other fun stuff. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>